time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Walter Storholt here with you once again alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting, serving you throughout the Greensboro area with an office on Mears Chapel Road. You can find us online at greensbororetirement.com. Listen to past episodes of the podcast and make sure that you're well plugged into all matters related to financial planning and retirement. That's Greensboro Retirement. Com. On today's program, we're going to talk about five dangerous mindsets that can sink your retirement. You know, Glenn, I think in many phases of life, our attitudes and mindsets can have pretty big impacts on where we go and what we do. And retirement planning is no different. We'll look at five mindsets that can quickly sink our retirement if we're not careful to guard against these, sometimes, I guess, natural instincts. And so we're going to lay these out for you on today's program. The first of which, Glenn, is complacency. Why is complacency considered a dangerous mindset for retirees? Well, Walter, I mean, I think complacency is kind of a dangerous thing altogether anyway, regardless as to whether you're in retirement or approaching retirement or even if you're earlier in life. I mean, you know, you, you always want to be, you know, looking forward and trying to anticipate and, and be ready for anything that can happen. And, you know, if you become complacent, it's kind of like you might be, you know, asleep at the wheel, so to speak, right? I mean, think about like if you're driving a car and everything's kind of going along and you're you know a lot of times where accidents happen and crashes happen is that it's like oh everything's okay and then kind of lose your attention for a little bit and then suddenly you know you're a distracted driver is you know becomes a dangerous driver right and that's kind of the same thing when you think about life and finances it doesn't mean that you have to be constantly just hyperactive about things but you don't want to just become you know super complacent and just think well I don't really have to think about anything you know I mean you certainly want to put some plans in place that you know are going to last and going to be strong regardless as to what happens. But, you know, you at least, you know, are going to be checking in from time to time and making sure that things are going the way they should be. And if there needs to be some adjustments, they're made too. But yeah, you don't want to be too complacent. And don't confuse that with, you know, being able to be relaxed. You want to be relaxed, but you don't want to just be like, just like, oh, okay, everything's fun. I never have to worry about anything ever again. And I never have to talk about it. I'm just completely on autopilot. That's probably not the wisest thing to do. Yeah, that fine line, relaxing and calmness versus complacency. Make sure it doesn't slip too far in that direction, especially from your planning standpoint. Then we have uh, maybe complacency can also be kind of a symptom or a result of overconfidence. And sometimes they can be unrelated. But what about overconfidence as a dangerous retirement mindset? Well, that's that's true too, Walter. I mean, and they're they're in the same family, aren't they? Right? Overconfidence and complacency—they're they, related for sure. But yeah, I mean, being overconfident again. I mean, it's you know, how many times have you seen you know again looking at other areas of life? Go to sports teams. A lot of times, you know, if it's an individual sport or if it's a team sport, you know, there's upsets, right? Because, you know, somebody got overconfident in a lot of those cases or a team got overconfident. That doesn't mean that you want to be timid. You know, I mean, you don't want to go to the far extreme. You want to be confident. But it's again, it's a fine line of being overconfident. You, you want to make sure that, hey, I do have a good plan in place, you know, and I'm moving forward and, you know, and I'm confident. But you don't want to, you know, it's almost like reaching into arrogance. And it's like, well, I know everything is going to be fine. And then you're kind of looking 
looking the other way, and that's when you get blindsided, right? So you want to walk that fine line and say, okay, you know, let's make sure that we can be confident in our plan. We're going to revisit it from time to time. We're going to make sure everything's going along and keep everything kind of in balance. I think that's really the word that we're looking for in this whole segment is finding the right balance as you're moving forward. And the mindset is that it's like, okay, there's things to anticipate and there's things to make sure that we're taking into account. And of course, that comes into the planning and working with your advisor. Yeah, balanced mindset. You won't find that on the uh, dangerous mindset list when it comes to retirement planning, that's for sure. (laughs) No, you you won't. This emotion is a really important one, and it's a mindset that people then operate out of as well, and that's fear. Fear and greed, we know, are real dangerous in the financial world. Why is that on the top five list specifically? Well, because, you know, Walter, when you start moving out of emotion, particularly something, you know, an emotion like fear or on the other side, like you say, greed is because when you go to an extreme like that and emotions start to take over, then rational thought tends to, you know, slow down and dissipate. And typically when you're in reactionary mode like that, it's very, very difficult to make wise decisions. And when people are fearful is oftentimes when they make the worst decisions, right? And you want to make sure that you are, you know, obviously you're going to have some fears from time to time or different things might happen in life that it's going to cause you that emotion, but you want to try to keep it in check. And that's where you, you know, you know, if you're working with an advisor, you want to have those conversations and saying, Hey, I'm feeling this at this point. Is this justified? You know, do we need to make some adjustments or, or those kinds of things, but you don't want to be, you know, to react and then make decisions when you're in a bad state of mind and fear can really create that. And you want to be really cautious of that. And then beyond fear, we have cynicism. Now, cynicism, okay, I mean, I think everybody loves to be a cynic these days. Why is that such a dangerous mindset? (laughs) Well, because, you know, Walter, it's like, you know, cynicism is what it is. Again, if you're being really cynical, you're not being level-headed, right? And when you're not being level-headed, then it becomes hard to really look at things in a realistic way. And so, you know, like you say, it's very easy for people to become cynical, particularly like when you look at Washington, D.C., and you see what's going on and you think, oh, gosh, this is never going to get better and, and everything like that. And, and then it starts to bleed into, you know, well, what do you, where do you think the economy is going to go and all the different things? And, and if it becomes too much of a mindset, then, again, you kind of put yourself in a place where it's almost like, well, it doesn't matter what I do. This is going to happen anyway. And then when you start thinking like that, well, you're just not going to make wise decisions. And uh, wise decisions, something we definitely want to be making when it comes to our financial life. So don't let cynicism steer you in the right dire- uh, wrong direction. Rather, Last but not least, Glenn, we have despair, the fifth dangerous mindset that can sink your retirement. Who often presents despair when it comes to their financial planning mindset? And do you have any stories of folks who have come in with that and how you helped address it? So, Walter, I mean, two kind of situations come to mind. You know, it's like if you you meet with somebody who has they come to you for the first time and they've experienced, you know, some sort of a loss. Maybe it was a financial loss or maybe it was, you know, a loss of a loved one or that kind of thing. And maybe you know, it could have been a spouse. It could have been, you know, a parent or, you know, or somebody else. And, you know, a lot of times when those kinds of events happen, then, you know, you have those emotions and sometimes you know, you end up in a situation where you're inheriting something or, you know, maybe, you know, if it was a spouse and that spouse was taking care of a lot of the finances and there's things that are there, but you're not sure exactly how they work. And maybe you do a little bit, but you're not really confident because you were really relying on that other person. I mean, when you have these kinds of events that happen in life, 
then sometimes that emotion comes in and you got to really work to get yourself out of that. Because again, I mean, we're, we want to be at a place where we can make decisions and take action when we're in a good state of mind. And that's when you're going to be able to make wise decisions. But if you're at a place where you're, you're in despair, you need to kind of maybe put some of the decisions on hold and get yourself into a better place. And I know that's easier said than done, but you know, you don't want to be making decisions when you're in a place like that. You know, it's similar to fear. I mean, if they're, they're different emotions, but the basic concept is true for both. And that is, is that you don't want to be making you know, important decisions when you're in a bad emotional state or maybe a less useful emotional state. You want to get yourself to a place where it's like, okay, I'm all right. I mean, I, I know that I've got to deal with this or I'm de- in the process of dealing with this, but I need to make sure that when I'm making decisions, I have the ability to do that and I'm not being overtaken by that emotion. Does that make sense? It does make sense, Glenn. And again, if you have maybe yourself experienced one of these dangerous mindsets that can sink your retirement, if you are maybe prone to some of these things, if you let fear sort of dominate your financial decision making and you know this, or maybe it is overconfidence, or maybe you've become complacent in your financial planning and your financial life, these are important things, important indicators to be aware of. And Glenn can help walk you through these different kinds of conversations to make sure that you're not letting one of these things potentially ruin your retirement future. It's always good to have that outside perspective when it comes to the numbers, but it's even more important when it comes to helping us keep our emotions in check so that we don't make bad financial decisions. If you'd like to set up a time to meet with Glenn Mosseller to talk about your financial plan, you can do that by dialing in to 336-291-3535. That's 336-291-3535. You can also find us online by going to greensbororetirement.com. That's greensbororetirement.com. Click on the free consultation button at the bottom of the page, and you can schedule a time to meet right there from your smartphone or computer. Greensboro retirement.com, your place to go. For Glenn Mosseller, I'm Walter Storholt. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us, and we'll talk to you next time on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. 